When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin due for a new big rally as the RSI copies the 2018 bear market recovery. That's right. And check it. Bitcoin hash rate just hit yet another all-time high. And as they say, Bitcoin price follows the hash rate. Also breaking news, Central African Republic eyes legal framework for crypto adoption. That's right. A 15-member committee is tasked with working on a legal framework that will allow cryptos to operate in the Central African Republic to expedite the development of the national economy. And more big breaking news, Binance Swift banking partner set to ban USD transfers below $100,000. That's right. Binance stressed that the credit and debit card payments will continue to be accepted and that the non-USD bank transfers will still be processed through the Swift payment system. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, on-chain metrics flashing crypto market bottom signals, but the macro environment is still wobbly according into the Block also be breaking this down for you, as well as Ethereum on the verge of a huge milestone following the bullish start, the 2023. Also in today's show, top crypto analyst details massive Bitcoin target and says a major paradigm shift is potentially underway. Quoting Kevin Svensson here, that's just what the textbook says. The largest falling wedge in Bitcoin's history has a target of $50,000. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in here in the live chat. I appreciate each and every one of you. Today is January 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, JV, and this is pod episode number 1171. And as you can see, we got Bitcoin currently trading at $22,800. You can see Bitcoin down just about 1% for the day. We have Ether down 0.86%, trading just above $1,600, while Binance Coin, Polkadot, and some of the alts are still in the green. And checking out Coin Market cap.com we can see the current crypto market cap sitting still above that trillion dollar milestone which i love to see i consider that trillion milestone the line in the sand we also have 50 billion in volume in the past 24 hours and bitcoin dominance at 42 percent even and the ether dominance at 19.2 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours axie infinity with a massive rise up 25 percent trading at 11.45 followed by curved out token up 15 percent trading at a dollar fifty followed by flow of 14% trading at $1.19 and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. We can still see massive gains on the overall altcoin market, which is a great indicator that a pump is underway. And also checking out the crypto greed and fear index. We can see we're currently rated a 53 neutral, same as yesterday, last week, a 52 and last month, a 27 in fear. You guys and gals out there, let me know how many of you or short are short term bullish versus short-term bearish right now. I'll let your boy in the comments and later on, I'll be reading all of the questions out loud and you can literally ask me anything. So stick around. And now checking out the Bitcoin price 
action. Let's break it down. With Bitcoin price gains still coming, the Bitcoin bulls are feeling increasingly confident despite widespread mistrust of the longevity of the current rally for popular crypto trader Crypto Wolf. A key phenomenon now underway says Bitcoin's latest recovery apart from others. RSI, which is the relative strength index, he noted January 18th, had printed a long-awaited bullish divergence on the weekly timeframes, something which has never happened before. Bitcoin printed a rare, a rare weekly RSI bullish divergence and never happened in Bitcoin's history, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, RSI is a fundamental gauge used by traders to determine whether an asset is overbought or oversold at a given price. The weekly print has been a long in the making and its arrival in advance at the end of the year. Quoting Wolf here, technicals were there, the charts were screaming bottom, but as usual, the majority was in full bear mode. And that's right, the market tends to do the opposite of the majority of what they're expecting. And with that, Bitcoin is beginning to repeat the kind of renaissance lasting at the end of its previous bear market in early 2019, trader and analyst trader Taragrade, also known as Allen on social media, thus predicted that good times will continue for a while to come. Quitting him here, Bitcoin has been repeating the pattern in RSI and price action to 2019 bottom on the daily chart. Number one, RSI strong uptrend to overbought zone. Number two, Bitcoin had a significant drop before that. And number three, sudden buyers bought up Bitcoin. Big rally will be following after some consolidation. Now the daily RSI I stood at near 87 at the time of this recording and data from Cointelegraph's Market Pro and TradingView showed its highest price since January of 2021 is right now, months before Bitcoin set a new all-time high of 58000 in April and $69,000 in November. So there you have it. And as on-chain analyst William Clemente points out, the Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. And quoting one of my favorite Bitcoin OG Max Kaiser, the Bitcoin price follows the hash rate. So you do you agree with some of this analysis that we're likely to consolidate some before continuing on up with this rally as the hash rate is currently suggesting? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which takes us to our next story of the day as the crypto adoption around the world continues. Let's go. This time we're talking about the Central African Republic, a developing country in Central Africa, set up a 15-member committee responsible for drafting a bill on the use of cryptos and tokenization in the region. And according to them, the president of uh, the Central African Republic says cryptos can potentially help eradicate the country's financial barriers. He believed in creating a business-friendly environment supported by a legal framework of crypto usage. A rough translation of the official press release reads the following. With access to cryptocurrencies, the monetary barriers existing until now will disappear. The main objective of the measures adopted by the government being the development of the national economy. Now, the committee responsible for drafting the crypto bill comprises of 15 experts from five ministries of the Central African Republic, Ministry of Mines and Genealogy, Ministry of Waters, Forest, Hunting and Fishing, and the Ministry of Agriculture and Ad Rural Development, Ministry of Town Planning, Land Reform, Towns and Housing, and Ministry of Justice, Promotion of Human Rights, and Good Governance. Fifteen experts, uh, Centricans, issued to I can't pronounce uh, this, unfortunately, uh, so I'm not going to read that. But nonetheless, through collaboration, the members are tasked with working on a legal framework that will allow cryptos to operate in the Central African Republic and expedite the development of the national economy. Crypto initiatives from the African continent, a continent marked another milestone as Nigerian crypto exchange 
Ragu bagged a virtual currency license from the European Economic Area after two years of waiting for permissions from regulatory authorities. And also the CEO, Benjamin, told Cointelegraph that offshore Africans send back over $5 billion to their relatives and the current remittance system slows the process. Quoting him here, it makes a lot of sense to solve this problem by using crypto as the vehicle. Crypto is a faster and cheaper route that can bridge the gap and help reduce fees in moving money globally. This is the core of the problem we want to solve. He added, I think this is great. I recently saw a video of some adoption in an African country, highly impoverished. And um, yeah, the vendor was selling fruits and food and such, and he was able to accept Bitcoin payments. And the locals were using uh, the Lightning Network on their phones and iPads to be able to send the sats. And when you have hyperinflation and currencies falling apart in these third world countries, it just goes to show you how much is needed to be able to bank the unbanked with Bitcoin and crypto adoption. And I think the game theory is obviously in full effect as more countries around the world continue to adopt a Bitcoin and crypto. Cryptocurrency, which creates more competition, which is a great thing. Now, let's break down a big story of the day everyone's been talking about. I read about this yesterday, and I was kind of shocked. I'm like, wow, the legacy system really doesn't want you purchasing cryptocurrency, and they're going to make it as difficult as possible by banning wire transfers using the SWIFT system unless you're making a crypto purchase of over $100,000. Let's break this down, shall we? Binance has informed its retail customer base of a potential incoming service disruption that may halt on an off-ramp bank payment transfers. The service disruption will impact users of the U.S. dollar-held bank accounts that are looking to buy or sell crypto for less than $100,000. Via the SWIFT payment system, the disruption will take effect January 1st. They literally only gave you a week and a half's notice. The war on crypto continues. Binance announced the news to its, uh, is it Binanchians, am I pronouncing this right? By email on January 21st, stressing they're now seeking uh, actively a new SWIFT USD partner to avoid service disruptions for future bank transfers. The crypto exchange added that this was the banking partner's decision and that Binance wouldn't be the only trading platform impacted by the change. Quoting them here, this is the case for all of their crypto exchange clients. So not just Binance, all major crypto exchanges. Please be advised that until we're able to find an all alternative solution. You may not be able to use your bank account to buy or sell crypto at US dollars via SWIFT with a value of less than $100,000 after February 1st, 2023. This ultimately puts a noose around all crypto investors in the United States. Now, Binance did, however, stress that customers would still be able to use their credit or debit card to buy or sell crypto and that payments to or from third-party exchanges would still be processed as they outline here in this email. Now, the crypto exchange added that SWIFT Base transfers would remain in operation for non-USD bank transfers, such as the euro. So this is only a concern for those in the United States. If you're in Europe, you're okay. Binance confirmed the change wouldn't impact its corporate accounts. The banking partner involved in Signature Bank or is Signature Bank, according to the January 21st report by Bloomberg. The bank set the minimum transaction limit of $100,000 in an effort to decrease its exposure to the digital asset market. At least they're honest. They're telling you we don't want our investors to invest into cryptocurrency unless you're a whale and you're able to afford over a $100,000 investment. How does this make you feel? Now, while payment service disruption wasn't Binance's decision, the trading platform has suspended transfers in recent times. Binance recently imposed a temporary 
British suspension on Solana-based USDT and USDC deposits on November 17th, while the exchange also temporarily suspended Ethereum and wrapped Ethereum deposits and withdrawals for about 10 days ahead of the Ethereum merge. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to impact adoption of cryptocurrency with SWIFT setting this limit that if you don't have at least $100,000 to make your transaction that you're not going to do it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. I feel by banning transactions like this, it's just going to make ordinary investors want crypto that much more. I think we can see a huge run-up in the price action over the next week and a half as investors are getting their last buys in before they get blocked from using the SWIFT system ever again to purchase their crypto. So I do think this can be good, even though it seems like doom and gloom, like, oh my God, investors can't purchase crypto. Fortunately, there's always going to be alternative ways to purchase crypto using a debit card, credit card, etc. But nonetheless, now let's break down our next uh, story of the day and break down the latest on-chain metrics as per Into the Block. Let's break it down. Market intelligence platform Into the Block says even though on-chain data is hinting at a bear market bottom for crypto assets, the overall macro environment still shaky. In the new article, the crypto analytics firm finds that the number of long-term Bitcoin hodlers or traders who have owned Bitcoin for at least a year uh, burgeoned into 2022, noting the investor class is known for purchasing the king crypto during bear markets and creating a support level, quoting them here, hodlers supporting a bottom. Long-term Bitcoin hodlers historically take advantage of bear markets to buy Bitcoin. In 2022, we saw the amount of Bitcoin owned by addresses holding for over one year increase by over 50% from 10 million BTC to 15 million BTC. And this pattern has been observed in the previous bear markets with hodlers balance decreasing only after new highs are set. That's right. And the article also finds that half of the Bitcoin hodlers are currently underwater, which was the case the last few times the Bitcoin found is bear market bottom. Quoting them here, previous bear markets have bottomed after getting to the point where 50% or more of the hodlers are losing money on their positions, classified as out of the money by into the block. And according to them, stocks and cryptos, particularly Bitcoin, have begun correlating again after the collapse of the prominent crypto exchange FTX caused their past to branch off. However, the firm notes that though current conditions resemble bear market conditions of the past, it's hard to pinpoint what is on the horizon for Bitcoin. At least they're honest. Quoting them here, macro correlations are back after diverging and passed throughout the FTX collapse. Crypto and stocks have been moving in tandem again. The correlation coefficient between the NASDAQ and Bitcoin is back up to 0.86 currently, suggesting a very strong statistical relationship between the two. On-chain metrics from the previous bear markets follow previous uh, bottoming patterns, but the increasing relevance of these macro factors still casts uncertainty on whether the recent price action marks the beginning of the bull market or just a bull trap. And that, my friend, is the million-dollar question. So let me know in the comments. Do you feel this is the beginning of of a bull market or just a big major bull trap? Holla at your boy in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day discussing the latest of what's going on with Ethereum, the largest cryptocurrency by market cap when it comes to smart contracts. Let's break it down. Here we go. Eats price is rallying throughout the past couple of weeks, but that's not the only news adding to Ethereum's bullish momentum this month. The decentralized computer network is closing in on 100 million Ethereum addresses. Crypto prices continue to swell with capital inflows as we enter the second half of January. Positive macroeconomic data continues to work its magic on asset valuations across the board. The S&P 500 index and the NASDAQ have continued their year rally with crypto prices in tow and the uh, strengthening 
correlation between crypto prices and stock prices indicates crypto's maturity and adoption at this stage. And But the reviving Ethereum price action is not the only long-term bullish indicator materializing at the moment. Activity and usage of the Ethereum network keeps sailing to new all-time highs. That's right. The number of Ethereum addresses with a non-zero balance keeps running higher. It reached a record high of 92.5 million addresses this week, according to fresh data from Glassnode Analytics. And active addresses on Ethereum are also on the rise with a heavy spike in recent activity. How many of you are currently bullish on Ethereum? Let me know in the comments. Active addresses are a measure of the number of unique addresses that are transacted as a sender or receiver, and only those that successfully completed a transaction are counted. So Ethereum users aren't just holding their Ether. They're also using it to run programs on the network. Even though the crypto price winter took out some crypto exchanges and custodians, it has not paused demand for new addresses and transactions. And while the drama and scandal of these crypto startup failures make for some wild headlines, it doesn't paint a true picture of the progress of the crypto ecosystem making in development, adoption, and usage. And at its current rate of growth, Ethereum addresses can hit the 100 million mark by quarter two. And let me know if you feel that will likely happen next quarter of this year. Now, the number of unique Ethereum addresses is seen as a good proxy indicator of the overall level of adoption. It shows you that Ethereum adoption is on the march. That's right. Day traders aren't just pushing the line for the Ethereum price up and down on a candlestick chart. People are actually adopting and using the centralized finance applications and paying ETH for gas fees to run them. And here are some interesting ways people are using Ethereum in a list made by Consensus. The fallout from the catastrophic collapse of the crypto exchange FTX is spreading in the so-called crypto winter, which has dragged on for months, shows no signs of letting up. So there you have it. Do you think, uh, think Bitcoin or Ethereum is likely to outpace the other? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Previous cycles, we always had Ethereum outpacing the King Crypto, so we'll see if things stay intact or things change. Holla at your boy. With that being shared, now let's discuss a potential $50,000 textbook prediction as per crypto analyst Kevin Svensson. He tells his 120,000 Twitter followers that a bullish macro shift is happening now for the King Crypto. Send it and let's Frickin' go. Quoting the analyst here, we're now breaking the largest falling wedge in Bitcoin's history. It stems back from 2021 to 2022 to 2023. We're starting to break out. We have got to, of course, get some daily and weekly closes above this trend line, but this could be a major paradigm shift for the prices of Bitcoin. And really, the most interesting part about this is if you take the falling wedge measurement for the target and you bring it over to the breakout zone, it exceeds $50,000. That's just what the textbook says. The largest falling wedge in Bitcoin's history has a target of fifty thousand dollars send it and let's get this party started shall we a falling wedge pattern is traditionally a bullish formation that suggests a trend reversal as an asset prints a higher high and a downtrend after a confirm breakout and in a new video svensson highlights that he does not see a bitcoin rally to fifty thousand dollars as something that can happen right away quitting the analyst it is likely going to take bitcoin a long time to get there and saying prices like fifty thousand dollars seems completely absurd to most people but this is usually what Bitcoin does. It usually does the thing that you don't think it is going to do. Amen. And to watch this video with Kevin Svensson entitled Major Bullish Trend Shift with Bitcoin, check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know your thoughts surrounding his $50,000 Bitcoin price prediction and by what month do you feel this can potentially be a reality. Also like to share just yesterday, uh, Max Kaiser said, Daniela, when are you going to have me back on the show? Referring to Stansbury Research where Max made some very bullish predictions uh, last month when Bitcoin was like 
at like a low, right? He was still extremely bullish talking about the network fundamentals. And ultimately, uh, Daniela said, I'll allow you back on my show. I guess because she felt disrespected by Max. If you watched it, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. And she said, I'll have you back on the show when Bitcoin returns to 200 or when it hits your target of 220,000. And then Max responded to Daniela, well, looks like I'll see you in six months. So Max Kaiser is ultimately saying 220,000 is in play for the King Crypto and it can potentially happen within the next six months. Wouldn't that be something? There's a lot of obviously very bullish, uh, analysts right now, as many of the indicators have flipped from bearish too bullish. Uh, plan B, very optimistic with the price action. Stock to flow is still predicting $100,000 Bitcoin price between 2024 and 2025. Credible crypto still calling for $100,000 Bitcoin price target this year. Tim Draper still calling for a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price target this year. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But let me know when you feel the Bitcoin price will return to an all-time high, surpassing and eclipsing the previous 69000 all-time high we hit back in November of 2021. Holla at your boy in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.